Soup's on, everybody. And while it does feel like we were just here talking about the last meeting of the Board of Supervisors of Nevada County, in fact, there was another one. I'm referring to the meeting of April 25th. As always, Julia Jem, one of KVMR's news producers, covered the meeting, and she's joining me now to talk about it. Hi, Julia. Hi. So, Julia, in these talks, we've talked about the consent calendar right off the bat, sort of like how the meetings are, right? They do the consent calendar first. So tell me about the consent calendar. Uh, the consent calendar consisted of items number 1 through 17, but there were only 28 items on the agenda, so it was kind of a smaller smaller list. Okay. So before we get into those items, was there any public comment at this last meeting? Yeah, just sort of like how all of the meetings have been the past couple of months. Most of the public comment had to do with the Idaho-Maryland Mine Project, and all of the comment that had to do with that was in opposition of it. Yeah, that's definitely top of mind for a lot of people. Of course, I have to ask, did anybody speak in favor of the mine? No, but one resident did note that he found mathematical errors in the 2023 employment details document in the economic impact report. All right. Was any other topic covered during public comment? Yeah, uh, members from the IHSS, which is the in-home support services, attended the meeting again. They've attended the last three meetings. Was that the same group of people that spoke last meeting in order to raise awareness about in-home care wages? Yeah. So a lot of the time when they've been putting out public comment, they kind of describe their personal experience and what they're doing in their work, and then they continue campaigning for higher pay. And just to be clear, this is not something that's on the agenda. They're just taking the opportunity during public comment to go on the record as advocating for that. Yeah, in fact, public comment in these regular meetings, it can't pertain to anything on the agenda. That's right. You've told me that. Well, uh, moving on, was there anything notable on the consent calendar? Yeah, I think that items 13A and 13B were notable. 13A was a resolution accepting the Office of Emergency Services request to extend the local emergency in Nevada County that resulted from the 2022 23 winter storms. So they're trying to extend that period by 60 days. And 13B was basically the same thing, but specifically related to emergency-related costs that stemmed from the February 2023 snowstorm. Uh, what I like to call snowpocalypse. Yeah, snowpocalypse. <laughs> so since they're both on the consent calendar, that means, or rather that implies, that they were not controversial. Non-controversial and both approved. Anything else on the consent calendar? Um, there was item number seven, which was a resolution approving a contract between the county and the Homeless Resource Council of the Sierras to administer $185,409.50 of set-aside funds for homeless youth. And what, what would that be used for? They would provide support in the forms of, quote, homeless housing, assistance, and prevention from April 18th, 2023 to June 30th, 2026. Wow. So almost $200,000 to help homeless youth in a three-year period. Great. Consent calendar passed and approved. Yep. Okay. So now leaving the consent calendar, was there anything on, what's that part called? Anything that's not on the consent calendar, what do we call that? Those are independent items. Okay. Thanks. So were there any independent items that you want to talk about? Yeah. I thought that item number 20 was interesting. It wasn't on the consent calendar, but it was approved unanimously. And it was a resolution designating the Rome Powerhouse as Nevada County Historical Landmark NEV 23-01. What is the Rome Powerhouse? 
It was the first and only hydroelectric generating plant built on the South Yuba River. So only its remains are left. Wow. And where is that? It's on Purden Road in Nevada City, but it's on private property. Okay. So it's being designated as a historical landmark, but I'm guessing the public can't see it? Well, it's, it's located on private land, so public access is up to the owner, whether or not they would allow people to go and see it. I guess that's something that would have to be arranged in the future, but there was no mention of it at the meeting. Okay, but I suppose since it's happening, this is, well, it, it's significant. Yeah, it is. Let's talk about why it's significant. Why is this landmark on private property being recognized by a public body? Well, it entered service in 1896, and it served several of the local mines when they were in operation, and it eventually led to the electrification of Nevada City. Wow. Several of the people who contributed to its construction actually went on to form what we now know as PG&E. No kidding. That's really interesting. Any other items that are notable? Uh, 23 and 24 were pretty notable. 23 was a certificate of recognition for Tina Vernon for over 22 years of public service, with 12 of those years being Nevada County's treasurer tax collector. And 24 was the swearing in of Michelle Bodley as Nevada County's new treasurer tax collector, so Tina Vernon's previous position. And when does that term start? It starts on April 29th of 2023, and it ends on January 4th of 2027 at noon. Wow, that was actually kind of a significant meeting, despite most of it being on the consent calendar. As you said, there was a historical landmark declaration and recognition of a public servant and even the swearing in of a civil servant. Yep. Well, Julia, it's always great to have these talks with you. I appreciate how you condense these meetings into these little chats that we have. When's the next meeting? The next meeting takes place on Tuesday, May 9th. All right. Julia Jem, KVMR News producer. Thanks so much for your work. Thank you.